Today we celebrate the solemnity of Mary, Mother of God. And this solemnity draws our attention to Mary for the sake of drawing our attention to our Lord Jesus. And when we think about Jesus, this being the octave of Christmas, we are reminded of his incarnation. But we might also wonder, why did he come when he did? Why not sooner or why not later? Why when he did? Our answer is found in part in our second reading. When we hear from St. Paul in his letter to the Romans that Jesus came in the fullness of time. But what does that mean, the fullness of time? And how was that time in human history the fullness of time? Well, Pope Benedict XVI, who sadly recently passed away, just yesterday or two days ago, may he rest in peace, he tried to answer that question of what was mentioned or what was meant by fullness of time. And in in his, uh, his answer, he considered what was going on in human history, and that humanity had pretty much reached as far as it could on its own. For example, the Greek philosophers, using reason, as they pondered the universe and they pondered the meaning of life, they came to the conclusion that there was one God who was infinite. They came to the conclusion that there's an immortal soul. But they've gone as far as they could without God's intervention. When we think about the Roman Empire, yes, it had its problems and there was corruption, but their system of justice, their system of law, had reached its peak as far as humanity could take it without God's intervention. And if we look at religion, we can look at the Jews who were living in the Old Covenant, living according to God's rules and his grace, and we see that it went as far as it could in those who are following God, trying to live a perfect life without sinning. We see it reaches its peak in Mary. And so humanity had gone as far as it could without God's further intervention. Yes, he intervened and established the covenants, but they went as far as they could, cooperating with his grace, and now he needs to intervene again. And so the fullness of time is when humanity was ready, was well disposed for the coming of God in a new way. And Mary is that great example for us of being well disposed, being completely sinless, being open and docile to all that God had to share. And that gives us insight as to what we ought to be like so that God can come anew in us, so that he can come fresh in us, in our lives, by us trying to be individually and even communally as a parish and as a larger church, well disposed for the coming of God, eager for his approach, desirous of our Lord. And when we're well disposed, God in his own judgment, in his own time, will make himself known, will make himself available to us. In fact, in our gospel passage, we hear that Mary kept all these things, reflecting on them in her heart. How often do we do that with things of the faith? How often do we ponder these mysteries? 
Do we focus on what God has revealed through the church, through sacred scripture, through tradition, to, to gain a deeper understanding of what God means and what he wants to share with us? How eager are we for God to come anew into our own lives? Are we taking time to pray every day, to sit in silence, to try to listen for the Lord? Are we taking time to pray with Scripture, trying to recognize words or phrases in which God may be speaking to us in particular? Are we disposing ourselves to the Lord by seeking to live a life of sinlessness, going as far as we can on our own to try to avoid sin, begging God for his assistance to help us to overcome those sins that we just seem to keep falling back into? Are we making use of those opportunities that is the sacraments to help us in our spiritual journey, confession as well as mass and communion? How well disposed are we making ourselves for God to come anew in our own hearts, in our own lives? We have this opportunity to imitate Mary, to follow her example, to allow God to come to us in new ways, to humble ourselves in prayer. One of the keys is sincerity and humility. Something terrible is going on in our lives. If something's weighing on us, burdening us, then when we pray, that's what we talk to God about, being open and honest and sincere sharing with him maybe how frustrated or how angry or how disappointed we may be. If we're overjoyed, if we're filled with the love of God, then that's what we talk to him about in prayer. How grateful we are for all of these blessings we've received. How much we appreciate what he has done for us. And like the shepherds, we can go share that goodness that we've received from God with others. Because when we're filled with the love of God, it pours out into all other aspects of our lives. And when we open ourselves up to the Lord, when we're docile, sincere, and humble before God, we allow him to pour his love and mercy and grace into us. And that can make our relationships with others even better. Being filled with the grace of God we can more easily refrain from saying things that we would later regret. We can more easily remain patient in the face of things that perhaps our family or friends may say or do that annoy us. When we're in good relationship with God, we become the best we can be because God's grace is working through us. And so, as we celebrate the solemnity of Mary, Mother of God, she always points us to our Lord and helps us on our journey. She helps us to understand how it is to live in relationship with the Lord. So let us reflect on how we can continue to pursue that relationship with the Lord, how we can imitate the Blessed Virgin Mary, how we can grow in our spiritual lives and how we pray as we prepare to meet our Lord Jesus Christ in the Most Holy Eucharist.